Hey, it's me, Sam. I'm Jotada. And this, this is Happenstance, a podcast where we give our stance on what happens in a TV show or movie we haven't seen. Jotada, the holidays are coming up. How how are you doing? It's been kind of a tough week because I'm having trouble eating dinner in a timely manner. Mm, say that. And it's turning me into a raging monster. It's important to get adequate calories yes. in, the, in the right time. And certainly not after midnight. No, that's famously a time that I feel like doctors, mothers, society at large is advising against eating after. And yet, sometimes that's when a meal is best. Look, taco trucks are open until 2 a.m. for a reason. As they should be. Yes. As they should be. I'm really reflecting this season about how drinking makes me just act up. The holidays are a great time for reflection. I know. New Year's right around resolution the corner. Resolution. Time. Resolution. But before that is the problem time. It's where things come to a head. Yeah. And then you're forced to make a resolution about it. That all really reminds me of our topic for today. No way. Yeah. Is it? Gremlins! I actually really didn't want to do this topic today. I did try to bail and talk about Hallmark Christmas movies instead. Um, but it's because whenever I think of gremlins, I think of racism. What? Yeah. Okay. And I just wasn't... This is like white privilege, but I was like, I'm just not trying to engage with racism today. See, you've seen gremlins and I haven't seen gremlins. Mm -hmm. And nowhere in my concept of what gremlins is about did I think racism would be on is the dartboard. Is a heavy factor. I think, yeah. it's, I think it's not... I think it's the, it's the dartboard itself. Is racism? Yeah. It's a racist dartboard? I think Gremlins is a racist dartboard. Put <laughs> me on that. And I think I think that... I've seen Gremlins, but it was like a long time ago as a little kid. And I think I enjoyed that viewing. And then I feel like like five years ago or something, I read this think piece that was about Gremlins being racist. And that really stuck with me. Never read a think piece of a childhood classic. Never read. Never think. <laughs> But you liked Gremlins when you saw it. As a child, I liked Gremlins. Okay. Gremlins is one of my favorite genres, horror comedy, which is like the rap and country of movies where I feel like people like everything except that, but I love it most. People don't like horror comedies? People hate horror comedies. That's messed up. It's because people don't get them. People aren't being sick and twisted enough to get them is my beef with anti-horror comedy people. And like a racist horror comedy that's a lot to work that's with. a lot because yeah. usually horror comedy is one of those genres where you're trying to like make a social statement that's positive mm. but this one's from the 80s and i think it's not do, do you think it like made did it make me racist it, is that i was your trying question? not to ask my white co-host if she became racist upon watching Gremlins. i don't think i did but i will say i think originally i didn't notice it was racist hence you know it's the water we swim mm. in it's the dartboard that gremlins is <laughs> As usual, uh, movies are a mirror to society, and you know that includes Gremlins. Gremlins are a mirror, a mirror to, to society. society. Yeah, they clearly represent a lot. Yeah, just like all little guys. Who but are what are little guys except for guys like ourselves? Yeah, you know, but they're inherently like other than ourselves too. Yeah, so you're inherently having to make a statement about people who are other. Okay, I have a question for you. Yes. Is Gremlins for kids? I do know a little Gremlins history. I think also from that thought piece from five years ago. And I'm pretty sure Gremlins is PG, but it's a hard PG. One of the movies that is the reason PG-13 exists Ooh. is because I think it's a hard PG and that there's like cussing 
there's sexual lewdness and there's like kind of graphic violence okay okay that's kind of what i pictured yeah but then again i thought that about flubber i thought flubber was gonna be no totally i feel like every other time we've talked about little guys it's been like are they being sexualized Mm -hmm. are what kind of problems are they causing and these these little guys are pantsing people and they are causing problems and they should be allowed to do that right i think they should but i also think gremlins are creatures yeah like more than the other little guys that we usually talk about (gasps) wait define a creature a creature's like uh, okay i think of like a creature as being more like a raccoon like a mammal yeah sure okay like a yeah i think a creature can be a mammal or something scaly but i think it has ideally four legs Hmm. and i think a critter is like a raccoon Okay, well, I think gremlins are critters. I think gremlins are, like, scrounging around in dumpsters and are causing mild problems in, like, abandoned lots. So that's how you're seeing the gremlin. Yeah. The gremlin problem. The gremlin problem. If I will. Yes, Yeah. Never good when you label an entire community a problem. That's all I'll say. You already got me on my gremlin racism. (laughs) Just your gremlin, like, language use. What is it called? Rhetoric. Just Mm -hmm. on your gremlin rhetoric. I just don't know how, like, the words that they like to use these days. How do you talk about them? That's one of the problems with gremlins. How are you supposed to talk about them? What's appropriate? So, wait, what is your background knowledge of gremlins? Do you have any? My background knowledge is I feel like I've, like, skipped over gremlins on, like, streaming channels and not watched it. Okay. So, I know the basic premise of, like gremlins overrun a town Mm -hmm. and the rule is don't feed them after midnight which doesn't seem that hard to follow they're hungry but like they're persistent you don't have to feed anything when they eat it's cute okay but here's the thing gremlins are like in between a dog a monkey and a child and imagine a dog monkey child like pulling at your pants and being like i'm so hungry baby and it's like cute and you feel bad for it and it's annoying. But if you already know that you're not supposed to feed it after midnight, I'd be like... You're just going to put it in the closet under the stairs? Yeah. You're just going to lock it up and I'd neglect lock, it? I'd neglect it. I'd put on some headphones and I'd go the fuck to bed. I would give it a Benadryl. Okay. That's and I don't know what would happen. I don't know. I don't know. I hope I bet you'd give a gremlin a Benadryl and just fall asleep like anyone else. Right. But what if that counts as nourishment to the gremlin? I don't know what they run on. I have no idea. You know, let's see that sequel. Let's see that commercial, actually. Mm Because that's what media is really about now is like a classic property being turned into kind of a cheap commercial. And I want to see a commercial where a gremlin eats a Benadryl. Yeah. Or like it's an ad for a Zempic and the gremlin doesn't even want to eat anymore. The gremlin's so skinny. Wait, that's a good ad. (laughs) Because of a Zempic. And they're so snatched. Yeah. Okay. I like that. You should um, email a Zempic about that after this app. Ozempic reps, email us. Also, know? come on the pod. Also, yeah. I would love to just talk to someone about Ozempic on the pod. I feel like I definitely have a whole happenstance of what your body goes through when you're on Ozempic. That sounds delightful and possibly like we could get sued. Good. We need to be doing more stuff that makes people legislate. What do they call it when litigit- litigit- Lit- litigious? We need to be making people feel litigious more on this that podcast. Be, that's on our dartboard. For 2024. <laughs> For 2024. Next year, we're going to resolve... For every listener to want to sue our asses. But I don't want racism on our dartboard. Yeah. Is that all you know about Gremlins is just that it's about racism? No, I've definitely seen it before. I, funnily enough, thought I had a grip of what the main problem is. But what I think the main thing about Gremlins is is slightly different than what than you what think I it think. is. Well, I haven't seen it. I've just read the like one sentence summary on like Netflix or whatever. But that feels more accurate than um 
me searching the back channels of my mind. You know what I mean? Well, but we can get to that. We can get to that when I need to I'm say my piece. I'm excited to know what the hell you think is happening in Gremlins because I feel like it's so obvious to me. I think... Okay, so I thought the premise of Gremlins is that you just can't ever give them water. What? And I thought if you gave them any water at all, that's when they act up. And that's why I said drinking makes me act up. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. That's like the um, Shyamalan movie Signs. Where the aliens are allergic to they water. They can't have water. But that just kills them. Yeah. One of the best movies ever. Everyone One of the best that. movies ever. And ever. A, a Christian, so technically it's seasonal. It's a Christmas movie. His movies are so Christian. He loves the Lord. You were saying something earlier about Harry Potter, and I think you should repeat it. I should repeat it right now that we're recording? Yes. Okay, well, wait, first of all, Way to Out Me is just walking around my house saying stuff about Harry Potter. One of your favorite topics. On a regular You're afternoon. You're muttering about it under your breath, too. <laughs> I think it's weird Harry Potter makes such a big deal out of Christmas because they're like all wizards and stuff, but that implies that they believe in Christianity. I think they just have like a really giant room that they love to decorate because they're celebrating like Valentine's Day that hard and like Chris or Halloween. And I guess ultimately I believe in decorating the spaces you have available to you more than I believe in most other things. And so I'm on board. Another thing is um, English food is really gross. Yeah. Except their holiday stuff's a little interesting. They got like those giant puddings. Yeah, figgy and, pudding. And the other famously. thing is they, they aren't doing any of the work because they have house elves. If I had house elves, I'd be celebrating every You'd holiday. You'd be having Christmas all out. Yeah. Poor house elves. They love it. <laughs> they love it. That's famously how people have been excusing racism forever and that's what gremlins is about allegedly allegedly maybe we'll see do you know anything about the cast of gremlins no or like the main characters okay i, I just think every movie from like i think it's from the 80s i guess i don't even know that it is from the 80s okay i feel like they all star like a stranger things like group of kids okay and uh, a family but like they're all like neglecting their children that's very Goonies style. Yeah. I think, and I'm pretty sure I'm right on this one, that Gremlins is weird because Gremlins mostly stars a heterosexual teen couple. Interesting. And we're not seeing that like little grouping go on adventures and deal with problems. Usually, I feel like they're in it, but then one of them gets like taken or maimed or killed and we're really worried about like a group of middle schoolers. Yes. But I think this one isn't like that. And I don't think there's anyone famous in it either and nobody that was not their breakout moment was gremlins no there's a guy the guy who's the number one like the lead of gremlins um got to be on those vh1 i love the 80s type shows in the 2000s but like that's it and he also looks like a bunch of other like 20 year old brown hair guys but you know he's not he's not jumping off the screen at you but like he's, he he's like, doing good in gremlins but he's not a star i feel like the star of Gremlins should be, like, kind of weird-looking, too. I think he's only as weird-looking as, like, all people on TV were in the 80s compared to now because they don't have plastic surgery. It, I think it's just better if, like, horror comedy movies star someone who isn't, like, so hot. Because those are the ones that get, like, killed slash punished for being hot in, like, horror movies. I think this kid is kind of getting punished for that. But who's to say? You know what? I think it's fine to be medium hot and be medium punished for that. That feels like it, it lines up right. Yeah, That's actually part of our uh, It's Sometimes You're Ugly campaign. 
is that we should punish really hot people as <laughs> and well. Medium punish, medium, medium hot, hot people. people. Hot people on and like we said, ugliness is fluid. Anyone can be hot, but on the days you're hot, you need to pay a tax where you donate to the people who, who are, are ugly. Are ugly. Yeah. And then sometimes you get to pull from that fund. Exactly, like Medicare. Yeah. <laughs> we're just paying it forward to ourselves when we're ugly. And that's what government should really be about. <laughs> That's the only kind of regulation we really need. Really? Well, all that being said, do you want to get into it? Do you want to go first since supposedly you know less about this than me? Okay, sure. Um, all right, here's my stance. Okay. I think it stars a kind of weird teen boy who do- like doesn't really have friends. I'm going to call him Ricky. Fun and- name. Yeah, yeah. And um, they- I feel like that's very 80s to me. And he's like neglected by his family kind of because like he has like grumpy parents who are never home. Mm-hmm. And it- when they are home, like his dad's obsessed with like working on his ham radio or something. And his mom's obsessed with like foot soaks and stuff. I feel like that's like um, the kid in a Christmas story, except the dad's just obsessed with the like um, sexy leg lamp. And that's going to be on the dartboard of this dad, too. Okay, he's going to feel sexual towards furniture. He's just going to love the holidays. I guess you could say that's (laughs) what that man's feelings towards that lamp are about. That was a gift given to him by... Who gave him that lamp? Was it someone in his family? Whoever did that should be punished for that, I think. That's absurd. My happenstance on who's allowed to give you a sexual leg lamp is I think it has to only be your, like, dirty old man best friend. Or I think you can give it to your mistress. Would you want that if you were a mistress? Yeah. What if it's a better leg than yours? I feel like he has to be like, this reminded me of your beautiful shapely legs. That would make me feel scared as a mistress. <laughs> and he's going to chop, chop him off, off and make a lamp for some, for the next one. Yeah. Maybe it's the last woman's leg. Well, I'd be happy because like, you know, when men get the same necklace for their wife and mistress. Yeah. I'd be like, he's not getting this for his wife. This is a special me present. Doesn't guess how many legs people have. Two. Two. I think the the one lamp implies the existence of a <gasps> second lamp. That's that blew my fucking mind. <laughs> and then you put the lamps together and where the shades touch is where the vagina would be. I would leave each of the two lamps on like a different person's doorstep and then hope that they find each other one day. I think if you left two sexy lab lamps on two sexy or two sexy <laughs> doorsteps on two separate doorsteps, that would only create problems. I'm not seeing a sexy leg lamp enough, but I think this movie made it okay in society for you to have one. But if I opened my door and just found one, I would feel strange. And if I was like a 1980s wife and I opened my door and I saw one left one for I assume my husband, I would be mad. I think what I would do is leave two outside two doorsteps it doesn't have to be sexy people i don't need to know them at all yeah and then i'd leave a mannequin with two legs missing like in a field somewhere and just see what happens that kind of feels like a community like art performance <laughs> sort of and then maybe you document what happens next if the news you keep the newspaper clippings if anything comes right of it. but i think i'd like i don't know what else odd stuff i do but i do a few things and then see if the supernatural boys show that's up that's the dream that's a, we all we've been doing lately is watching supernatural <laughs> that's a confession yeah talking about about harry potter and watching supernatural that's the holidays that's the holidays the holidays are for letting your inner super hulak come out Finally. if you don't know what a super hulak is stop listening to this podcast this is not for this you. is not for you you're not our friends or family <laughs> where were we even i have no idea the sexy oh, the leg sexy lamp lip. The dad, the parents, the parents of my boy Ricky. Okay, yeah, Ricky's parents. Ricky's parents. The dad's, the dad's ham radio, a famously hilariously named device. Does it stand for something? Is it like? I have no idea. Usually, when something has an acronym, I feel like it jumps. Like if I can't do it in the next ten seconds, I'm like, it's a bad acronym. It's definitely a bad acronym. 
Don't get me wrong. Hailing all men radio. I think that's the vibe of a ham radio. Maybe we should get ham radios to get married. What do you mean to get married? It's like the milkshakes. Bring all the boys to the yard. Oh, you're saying that was a very one-to-one like jump. (laughs) Yeah. Hailing all men. Hailing all men. And that's for matrimony only. Okay. I see. I see. It's Christmas. A t- famous time to a think t- about to getting married and yeah. hailing all men. That's mm-hmm. what Hallmark movies are about. That's what the season's about well, in no, modern Well, no, in Hallmark times. movies, they're never looking for a man. But they're showing up. Imagine and I think you're right. They'd show up quicker if they had a ham radio. But then they're going to be really into ham radios. And, like, old. I think yeah. they're going to be worse, truckers. Or worse, like, young and really into ham radios. That's a weird guy, too. Yeah. All right, so just maybe that's a bad plan. <laughs> it's a plan. So Ricky also has a sister. Yeah. Who I named Jocelyn. Okay, kid sister or like hot sister? Hot sister. Hot sister. I love when a movie has a hot sister. Yes. A hot sister is for the girls and the gays. Someone to like connect with and root for. But then also does get punished the most for being She's so a hot. hot. Yeah. But I bet she'll act the hell out of that. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has like big teased out hair. Yeah. And won't give him a time of day, obviously. And then I think he, I think Ricky gets really nervous around Christmas because his dad is obsessed with winning the neighborhood like house decoration contest mm, this is a lot of texture yeah. okay and he's also just getting nervous around christmas <laughs> you could have just stopped there and i would have been like yep that checks out he just he never sees his family for better and for worse and now he's gonna have to see him all the time and worse like help his dad put up lights and he doesn't have any friends and like that's when they start being like ricky why don't you bring any friends over and like good just question too much in his business wait is something wrong with ricky He's just a weird little kid. Like in a creepy way or? No, but he does have a friend who I think is weird in a creepy way named Todd. And that's his only friend as in like they both sit at the like loser lunch table together. Okay. So he's a loser. Capital L. That is a very 80s movie thing to be. It's just a loser. Okay. And I think, I think his friend Todd really likes collecting frogs and other. So he's the creepy one. Yeah. Yeah. But is his only friend. So like, you know. Todd's got his back one way or the other. They Oh, oh, another detail. They have a family dog, mm-hmm. but that just like hates Ricky. And it loves the sister. Naturally. Maybe it's like the sister's dog. They brush each other's hair. Yeah, okay. yeah. So then I think Ricky finds a gremlin like rounding around in the trash can. Okay, you think they're famously a trash species? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he just so, finds one in the dumpster. Where do you think he lives? Uh Oh, suburbs of like ohio or something okay like kind of nice suburbs but like depressing too okay boring boring that's why you need some gremlins to come through and shake it up right okay and he just thinks it's a raccoon maybe he's home alone because everyone else is that he thinks it's a (laughs) raccoon he like hears it and thinks it's a raccoon or he sees it and is like that's a raccoon he hears it and thinks it's a raccoon but then goes outside and it's a little gremlin cute and i think the gremlin kind of like likes him immediately but like no one else likes him so he's like oh it likes me and then and then he likes it back that famously happens to me all too often so he sees the gremlin and it like comes out of the trash holding like an empty pringles can or something mm-hmm. and then he's like product placement yes yeah and i think pringles would be a great one to get for Yum. this movie when did pringles get invented i looked this up for the purpose of this <gasps> okay research um i think it they patented it in like the 60s but then it became a product in like the 70s took a while mm-hmm. the rest- the r&d on this one was i mean it's a perfectly shaped chip it's also like it was to uh counteract customer complaints about like regular potato chips that they're like greasy and not dry enough i guess <laughs> not dry and powdery enough that's what people wanted in th- i mean i think a pringle is damn near perfect right so i think ricky brings the gremlin home and gives it like a new fresh pack of pringles thereby winning its love and adoration mm-hmm. forever 
I do love when a little guy in a movie loves like one thing like Pringles. Yeah. I think that's common. My other idea was jelly beans. Don't the minions like cats like that? Ew. They like eating cats? Oh, they just liked cats. Oh, they like bananas. Remember they also bananas. bananas. Okay, I was thinking of Alf, another famous 80s creature who is a puppet alien who does eat cats. That's how you know the 80s PG was hard. Mm-hmm. Or people just didn't care about cats back then. Both probably true. It was just hard. People people care about cats people care about cats now too much i'll say it i think people are trying to make cats a personal brand and i'm so against that but i think back then it's kind of funny to like if an alien like eats a cat but now when we think of dead cats we think of like serial killers like dark triad like kids killing cats yeah i hate that because they're evil i hate knowing about that yeah i also feel like i don't want any kind of cute little animal to suffer but i also just don't want I just don't want guys on dating profiles to be, like, so cat-forward. I think that's what I'm really saying. Yeah. I feel like when a guy's like, I love my two fur babies and their cats, that's just very off-putting to me. And all their pictures are just them and their cats. And their cats. But it's also them. Go outside. It's always them, like, shirtless, like, curled up in bed with their cats. They're cuddling it like it's, like, they're breastfeeding it. Yeah. That just is off-putting to me. Or, like, their face is, like, under the cat's body. And cats famously smell weird. And carry disease. Cats carry disease. Okay, but like, so does everyone. That's true. I mean, I'm being a defender of those with feline aids. Like, I, I like do like cats. I just don't like people objectifying cats and trying to make that their personality. But I also wouldn't drape a cat over my face. Sometimes cats just put themselves there. But I wouldn't immediately take a selfie. A selfie. They love it. And say, this is how I'm going to get mad, bitches. That's what they're doing. Maybe it works. Maybe. But famously, I lean dog. I like cats. But I just lean dog. It's what I'm comfortable with. It's what I grew up with. But then also when everyone's profile pics are just them and their dog, that's also bad. Oh, see, I'm not opposed because I'm, I'm a dog enough dog person to where I'm like, oh, like that one just works on me. Pure form. I think I am like part of the like cats versus dogs binary, I guess. Maybe there's like an audience out there who loves when a guy has a picture with a fish. Like when they look, <laughs> I keep saying look on this episode because I feel like I'm saying crazy things, but I don't mind it. You don't mind when they're dangling a fish? I think if a guy caught a fish, that's a little accomplishment, you know? That's a little... Good for him. I mean, I'd want to document it if I caught a fish. I feel like you should be on Farmers Only. <laughs> I feel like if you caught a fish, that's... I would take a picture if I caught a fish. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if I ever catch a fish, y'all are all going to know about it because I'm going to take and post a picture of the moment. <laughs> to me, that feels natural. That just feels like a natural impulse. <laughs> I guess then you're basically a grizzly bear. One of the top revered animals. You're you're an apex predator yeah. like a grizzly bear. When you catch a fish. And it's at the same time that you're like being kind of cute. You're being silly. Mm-hmm. Throwback style. I hope they eat it, you know. But you can also catch and release. You can catch and release. That's even funnier to just take a picture with the fish to capture one moment in time with your fish and then put it back where it belongs. <laughs> I guess that is the same as taking a photo with a celebrity, but you actually did something. Yeah. Also, I feel like all the people who are against caught a fish and took a pick guy are playing like Pokemon Go. And they want the guy with the cat pick. That's the dichotomy yeah. is the fish guy and the cat guy. Basically, there's just traits out there I like and traits I don't like. This Gentlemen. is just about Sam's personal preferences. <laughs> Everyone take notes. Text me if you would take a picture of the fish and you love your cat normal or if you have a dog. Text, text, text us or email us at happen stance with Joe and Sam at gmail.com. This is basically us with a ham radio right now. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> my brain today is empty. 
And I think I have a good vibe. Like, I think I'm in a good mood, but it's not translating to talking very well. Is I think what That's I'm coming to the, the pod with today. That's also what the holidays should be about. It's just being in a Quietly pleasant. Yeah. Everyone's just, like, knitting. I feel well suited like, to that kind of activity. Listening to Christmas music. I wish we were listening to Mariah Carey right now. And just smiling and being quiet. Mm-hmm. Me too. Sipping a cocoa. Sounds nice. Sounds nice. But instead, we're doing a damn podcast. And we're in the middle of your plot. We're in the middle. We're in the middle. Okay. So so the gremlin is being fed and is now his friend slash ally. What time did he eat the Pringles? A normal healthy yeah, dinner yeah, time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. is just like at 7 or 8 p.m. Okay. Style. Still a little European, but not yeah not out of hand okay oh yeah 8 p.m is a late dinner i guess for a child and for a creature <laughs> i think ricky's like 14 and i think his parents are not home and he's supposed to heat up like a piece of lasagna or something that makes sense or yeah. sister's probably supposed to heat up lasagna and right. then she didn't because she's calling boys on the phone and painting her toenails exactly and he's like what's the sister's name do you name becky jocelyn jocelyn you already named her <laughs> he's like jocelyn where's my la- goddamn lasagna and she's it's like a hard shut PG. up you shut the f- hell shut up the, shut the heck up you stupid little fuck i don't know if they can say fuck but i think she can probably at least call him like a dumbass or something or like a like a turd butt or something something it's yeah. a hard pg i think they can say turd ass even turd shit ass, ass. Shit maybe ass. she can say you that feels like an 80s movie to me is like <laughs> shut up you shit ass <laughs> when your little brother asks you to make lasagna mm-hmm. okay then he feeds the gremlin i'm not sure if he already like sees a second gremlin that same day but he knows there's at least one okay and then he goes to school and he's like todd todd get a load of this and then he just him, got in his backpack no he just tells him all about okay it. And then Todd, either, okay, I can't decide if either Todd, like, knows all about Gremlins already because he's just a weird guy, mm-hmm. or his parents, which I think would be fun, if Todd's parents were, like, so weird, and maybe they were alive, like, the last time the Gremlins overran the town. Oh, you think it's, like, an it thing, where, like, yeah. every 20 years, or just, the like, town's scourged by Gremlins? to get out. How big of a problem do you think Gremlins are? Okay, not to talk about Harry Potter again. You know, in, like, the second movie, when, like, uh, Gilderoy Lockhart lets out, like, all those pixies, and they, like, fuck shit up okay they hang neville longbottom from a chandelier yeah 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 it's like that okay do you think the law needs to be involved i don't think the law could do anything against these guys okay i think they can't either but i think the gremlins are actually like a national guard level problem i think it's maybe one of those things that like everyone who is there and remembers it is like that was a dark time in this town's history i see but like nobody's like really taking it seriously because when you explain the problem to people it's just like okay it seems silly little critters getting out yeah but the parents are like they're taking it serious but they're also like crazy vibes and i think they have like professor trelawney glasses where like their eyes are gigantic the creepy kids parents the creepy kid has like nerd creepy parents yes okay who are also like too old i think okay and famously i do think being the single child of older parents can make you weird yeah no totally and but i think but honestly it's convenient that he's friends with todd because todd todd does know about shit like this yeah Yeah. you need a guy like that in your team yeah and i think todd and his parents are both like don't fuck with the gremlins like just don't interact with them Mm -hmm. and also the the rule of like don't feed them after midnight like i think they they know that too yeah and they tell him that and he's being like okay after midnight whatever like the same way i was at the beginning where i'm like that doesn't seem like a problem okay ever feed it after midnight i don't i don't really know how this happens my only pitch is that like he's with his like number one gremlin buddy and Mm -hmm. he's like playing like um throwing jelly beans at it into its mouth and trying to make it catch it cute but then he just doesn't see the time and then he throws a jelly bean at it he's having so much fun it's 1201 1201 and he hits him with that jelly bean (laughs) 
<laughs> and then suddenly all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be revealed that there were gremlins like living in the walls the whole time, like rats in the winter. Okay. And like that night, Jocelyn's having like a sleepover. Fun. With all her girlfriends mm-hmm. in her room. So uh, then I think the gremlins like really give the girls a hard time. Like they're like mm-hmm. throwing nail polish at the wall and like pulling people's hair and shit. And then I think the mom's like soaking in the tub and she really she gets tortured as well how tortured i think it's like they probably like turn the faucet on too high or see like i think in my memory the gremlins after they get whatever triggers them are doing stuff like dropping the hair dryer in the bathtub uh, they're like they're a problem they're like committing violence yeah against her. yeah they're okay. fucking people up. But then, like, Ricky, I think he runs to find Todd, obviously. Mm-hmm. And like, Todd, I fucked up. And the gremlins are, like, kind of after him, but they're more interested in, like, now they're out. Yeah, they're, like, they're doing their thing. The they're town. free. Yeah. Wait, I wrote down some things they could be doing. Okay. Okay. They're fucking up some carolers. Oh, yes. Um, Seasonal. Yes. And then there's a town Christmas tree. And I think, you know what? Maybe they, like, set fire to it. Okay. And then, uh, oh, this is my, my crack pitch, is that Santa lands on a roof, and then they fuck him up. Okay. They, like, jump Santa, and they steal his shit. And then Santa's dead. <laughs> yeah. That's like the gremlins killing God, basically. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's more up their alley than PG, like, modern PG crimes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, and then I think Todd gets all his like frog catching equipment, mm-hmm. like his net. A net. Yeah. I don't even know what other frog catching equipment <laughs> is besides just a good old net. I do want him to put them in like little jars, it, but like, it's just, it's, there's so many. Do you think them. the frogs are that small or do you think the gremlins are that small? How big do you think a gremlin is? I think a gremlin is like the height of this, uh, can of white claw that I'm holding in my hand. You're envisioning like a teacup gremlin. Yeah. Are they, are they're they not, that's, <gasps> no, they're a problem. I, I've been imagining them small, like at most Chihuahua. I feel like you could kick a gremlin across a, a room. You can try. Well, anyway, they somehow like they start trying to fight him, but it's like mm-hmm. not enough. And then he like tries to ask the parents what to do. And honestly, I don't want to think of like a whole reason as to how he stops them. Yeah. So I think what he does is he tries to find like the first gremlin, like the one that he fed the jelly bean. Okay. And I don't know how he does that, but then he like makes it throw up. And that's it. That's it okay problem solved i like the idea of it ending with all the gremlins around town just doing a quick little barf yeah and then that's because that's a new problem but it's a lesser problem right. than them like tearing up the town yeah yeah but then everyone's like mad at ricky and like hates him forever but then i think as an apology he like stays up all night and like fixes all the christmas lights or something in town wholesome yeah, yeah. and then i think it ends with like glowing gremlin eyes in a bush because it's not because one didn't barf they'll be back <laughs> they'll be back well, i mean famously there is gremlins two and maybe three okay and that's that's all i got i think it makes sense based on that stance that you didn't think we're dealing with racism well i did not and i forgot that already yeah i know it's shocking but i still forgot that yeah it's hard for you all over again wow okay okay so before i get into mine i guess my first question is what races racism against who do you think is in gremlins oh my god okay when you first said the racism thing my mind went to like sundown towns Mm -hmm. it's about like night and day so i guess black people but now i'm like not so sure Mm because you're framing it like that it's actually racist against black people and i think asians Hmm. what i kind of think happens in gremlins to lead to just tee off um the racist surprise is there's this like 16 17 year old boy with a girlfriend they mm-hmm. hang out all the time and i think he's got a kid brother and it's like the night before like two days before christmas and he didn't get his little kid brother a gift mm. and so 
last minute late at night he goes to town and it's it's like a snow-covered town the only store that's open is like the asian grocery store it's like the chinese grocery store okay so he's like Like a general store vibe yes and he's like a little white boy in a puffer vest and he's kicking around the shop and he's like doesn't see anything he likes but then he sees the gremlin oh like a little pet yes like the way you used to could buy um sugar gliders at the mall and so he doesn't know what to get his brother but he sees the little cute guy and he's like this is so cute and so then he asks the guy who owns the shop and the guy who owns the shop is like that's not for you and that's he's white and entitled that's like their store gremlin that they no he's have. like other people maybe could buy that but you can't buy that is kind of the situation that's a pretty bad tactic if you want someone to not want to buy something <laughs> don't be like i'll sell it to anyone except except you. you i think it's like he's not gonna get he, it's more like that's not for just anybody oh is the situation you know, with that the gremlin sounds like he's upselling it i think it does kind of sound <laughs> like that i don't know what that guy's motives are i am gonna say i feel like you should have to pass a background check to buy a gremlin that's what i feel like the guy's implying but basically he tells the kid that he can't have the gremlin and then like gets distracted and the kid takes the gremlin oh the kid gets the gremlin through illicit means and as he's leaving so he we clearly see like some like paperwork near the gremlin that's mostly written in chinese but has clear illustrations that in my mind are like don't give it water okay. and then he so he buys the gremlin and gremlins are from the chinese grocery store but then here's how it's racist culturally gremlins are like black <laughs> what does culturally mean like black in a racist way too they're being presented as like gremlins have like a gold chain like gremlins are gangster and i think they speak a mix of like in english but i think it's kind of aave wow yeah do you think they just didn't know enough about asians to just make them racistly asian or just yeah, like, maybe maybe just want to explore both possibilities it's a complex racial narrative that gremlins are blasian <laughs> Or they're like Aquafina, where they're just Asian, but appropriate. But are appropriating black, black culture. culture. They're a problem in the town. <laughs> and, you know, maybe it's woke in the town if the gremlins are like Aquafina culturally. <laughs> but wow. basically, in my memory, the gremlins are like, after they get the water, they're like Scarface. So you could also say it's like in Scarface where we bring the Cubans Mm-hmm. into the like camp it's in america it is it is it's like yeah and so then they get here and then they kind of go full like tony montana so they're at the very least a street gang yes i think the kid gets the gremlin from the store okay and the gremlin's very cute and he gives it to his brother and they're both loving it and then i think he gives it like the water slash the food after midnight mm-hmm. and that one night the one gremlin um turns and when they turn, they go from looking like little Furby creatures to being like green and scaly and they're taller. Oh. Do you know in the 2004 Scooby-Doo movie, um, how Scooby-Doo looks when he like gets mute and scary? Yeah. Wait, they're like that. Also, it's like Space Jam. Yeah. It's like that. They turn. Yeah. They're different. You think they're cute. So you invite them into your home. You invite them in your community. Hmm. And then once they get comfortable. I'm seeing what's happening yeah. here. But anyway, so they get the one gremlin. This gremlin's cute. But then they do the thing that's bad and it only lasts like over the course of like a night or something. And they realize like that gremlin causes problems like in their like shared room or whatever. Like Mm -hmm. he messes up all their toys. He does something bad. They have to go catch him. But then they wake up the next day and he's back to like little curled up. Whoa. But the thing that happens is after you feed them, they asexually multiply. (gasps) So they start with the one gremlin, which is manageable. And, you know, they're like, oh, we learned our lesson. But then he wakes up the next day and there's like six of them. Hmm. And famously, there should not be that many little Little guys. guys. No. One's okay. Six six is verging on a problem. And once there's six of them, they can't control them. So they can go feed themselves slash water themselves. Oh. 
so they they're i thought it was like it's anarchy i, I only want to talk about harry potter and i thought it was like house elves where you have to like give them clothes to set them free but like how do they are they like budding off of each other do we see that i don't know i think they just wake up and they're all kind of sleeping like a little ball that's cute and i feel like they turn around and you see they got the face and the big ears so then what happens is basically like they get out of hand and i don't know if this is true but what i want to see what i'm happenstancing is the teens are like whatever it's not even a problem that the gremlins do that and got out and they go to like a house party and then i think the gremlins come and like ravage the house party so it this happens over like days yeah but also like so if it was a huge problem <laughs> then you'd think it would come to a head sooner well they keep multiplying okay so naturally it's going to take a couple of days for them to hit like full of like okay. fucking up the town it's also habit. just like how rabbits work actually yeah and, and like rats. they're a successful creature like as far as like propagating they also famously are anti-technology oh and i think they do stuff like chew up the wires of, like an old-timey like computer and like chew up the wires of like the kitchen stuff so there's a house fire there's definitely a fire in this and i don't remember if it's in the store or house but like a big fire like the kids walking through smoke and like <coughs> and the gremlins are popping up um i do think having that many gremlins around would just like naturally mess with your wi-fi too I think, you know, in my version where gremlins don't, like, absolutely cannot drink water and are anti-tech, I feel like they're, like, set to inherit the earth. Mm -hmm. They're going to outlive us all in the water wars. I, like, would like to know how this Asian guy just got, like, one gremlin in a cage, you know? He's he's mysterious. <laughs> That's the thing about in an old-timey movie, and honestly today, if there's an older Asian guy, he's, he's going to be he's mysterious. mysterious. He's going to have a little mystery about him. Where was I? Oh, yeah. So I think the gremlins are physically violent and like it gets to the point where the kid has to like go get like the rifle out of the shed and like shoot him in the head and stuff. So is this still just like a kid problem or the adults getting? No, it, it goes from being like, I think it goes like kid and his brother and the girlfriend mm -hmm. to teen party mm -hmm. to the whole town. And, and the gremlins are doing stuff like the police get out and the gremlins are like setting fire to cop cars hell yeah like gremlins. the gremlins yeah. yeah no the gremlins are gangster and they're <laughs> fucking people up i think they're pulling hair out i think they chew on people i don't know if they fully eat them but they at least chew on them mm -hmm. and i think one detail i kind of remember as a kid is i think the older brother's girlfriend has like because it's a hard pg like an abusive dad or something mm -hmm. and i feel like the gremlins neutralize like the gremlins go to her house and neutralize the dad okay so they're doing some good for the I community i think they are i think like there's some wins but okay how is it christmasy yes because like i think that's kind of the like the funny part is the gremlin's supposed to be a christmas a last minute christmas present right which that's like 80s humor to be like oh those last minute christmas <laughs> gifts <laughs> That's the real You, you put it off too long. Um, so then it becomes a full like town problem. And they're like, I think you see like the town stores at the beginning where the kid goes to buy the gremlin. And it's like people are caroling. There's lights everywhere. It looks super Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then the gremlins are tearing all that shit up. The gremlins are not reverent about the birth of Jesus Christ. Well, also just thematically, last minute Christmas presents are against what Christmas stands That's for. That's immoral. Yeah. yeah. To give your baby brother you love a last minute gift. Yeah, you might as well shoot Santa between the eyes. Yeah. And gremlins are doing stuff like, I don't know if they have genitals, but I feel like one's wearing a trench coat and like flashing a lady at the mall. That's fine. And I think they're also doing stuff like pretending to be a toy and this one tries to reach for them and, and they're they biting their boob maybe okay. that's kind of how toddlers are though yeah they really are and people laugh people think that's cute yeah. but it's because they 
can't raise an entire town <laughs> and the gremlins can so then i don't know how this happens but i think it ends like the brother knows he has to go back to the store to find the mysterious asian guy mm-hmm. and be like what's up with this <laughs> what the hell and in mine where i thought the problem was they drink water i was like what could the solution possibly be to that so the only solution i came up with is that he has to go back to the store and buy a bunch of this special kind of biscuit uh-huh. and then feed him this specific biscuit and then they go back to cute gremlins and i thought that was good retribution like if he then if the if the chinese grocery store guy gets to move a lot of product yeah. to this kid who stole the gremlin and caused a problem how much do you think a gremlin goes for mm. and who does he who is he trying to sell a gremlin to actually not stupid idiots who well, will feed it yeah i mean famously you shouldn't sell a pet to a kid that's yeah. like a real rule maybe i believe that's in. the real message of this. never sell a yeah. pet to an underage child yeah mm-hmm. i, I that's a good moral yeah. I, I put my stamp of approval on that one maybe well it's the same as like having a snake as a pet and then it gets loose and like bites someone don't do that don't do yeah that. just don't do that you're not like you're likely not equipped so mm-hmm. don't deal with that it also is it, it is nice though because like i feel like a lot of exotic pets you have to buy like such specific food for them yeah the gremlins seems like you can feed them whatever i think you can as long as it's not with it's just got to be within certain hours which is they have a really intense fine. metabolic body clock and that's why i think you should sell gremlins to just older people who aren't up at midnight at all even do you know the thing where um people with alzheimer's look at like fake realistic babies i think if you put a bunch of all gremlins in like an alzheimer's community as long as you made sure they didn't feed them that'd be really nice well, they could have some really sweet relationships they're all gonna be in bed by 5 p.m you know that's a good point that's how the movie should end <laughs> is in a society where the response wouldn't be violent they should have got all the rounded the gremlins up took them to various old folks home and made sure everyone followed the rules and everyone could have had like it could have just been all benefits win 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 across the board yeah yeah no one's solution oriented you know nothing's no. about the community at large i also don't know how in the real movie like i don't remember how it ends for real because mm-hmm. i know that at least like the kid's pet gremlin ends up being like he's kind of an ally the whole time because okay. he loves the kid so we do we're learning that gremlins can like form relationships with people and like but it's also weird because like technically all these gremlins are his clone but they don't have that loyalty at all well they just don't have that connection to the family Uh nature versus nurture though you know Mm -hmm. like and i'm sure i feel guilty about it i'm an oldest child i think probably the first two years it was just me i was getting some a1 treatment you know i was getting really coddled and like read to at night and all that and if there's just one and then suddenly there's six they're the, not the other five are going to be a little kick to the curb and they're unionizing amongst themselves you and know? they have their own community so they like yeah. don't need but i do think throughout the movie the one gremlin stays sweet with the kid and the brother and kind of like helps him out on like pointers of like how to handle the situation mm-hmm. but i do think people are shooting the gremlins in the head so i don't know how that gets resolved and i'm like is there sex in it that's, that's the last sex, question like inter, it's a hard pg inter gremlin sex or inter people sex i think if anything it's like older brother and girlfriend, and girlfriend making out hot and heavy car. in a car and then the gremlin pops up and he 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 good yeah they're the sex police yeah, yeah they're the sex police they're the virginity police in, mm-hmm. in up terms of upholding it yeah so they love virginity they're, they're complex only yeah they're complex at least in my maybe formulation they just, maybe they just want to be a part of it you know because they're, they're like, asexual that is famously a thing like like the little girl in um, Interview with the Vampire, yeah. she can't have sex because she's a creepy and little girl. And she hates horniness for that reason. Yeah, that incel behavior. Mm-hmm. Maybe, they, Or they're just like, just lots of love to go around. I think they're like that. I think they're upbeat. Because yeah. I do think while they're doing all their stuff, like terrorizing the town, they're all being like, <laughs> like yeah. they're even really fun about it. Right. And maybe yeah. like if they, if the couple let the gremlins join in on the fun, 
Maybe I would never. No, kick, you can't. You it, can't. You got to kick them out. No. It's like one thing if like your dog's watching you have sex and it's not a good thing. I'm anti that, but sometimes it happens. But if the if they, gremlins can talk and they're bipedal <laughs> and they can that like is, hold your hand and w- it's, yeah, like, it's not like, appropriate. It's like your toddler watching That's you. not appropriate. Yeah. But a yeah. baby, maybe that's fine. Warning. Now's the part of the episode where we at least kind of reveal what really happens. Spoilers ahead. Ding! Okay. A brief Google has showed me a lot about gremlins that i did not know i actually will say i think this plot is way better and tighter than any than either of ours whoa um, which hardly ever happens <laughs> but it did for this one and you know why you know who produced this bad boy no who did steven mf spielberg why famously a guy we trust i also did check and so it appears the gremlins do not speak in aave <laughs> I think I was projecting that after reading that article. And I also just Googled Gremlins racist. What Reddit said, which is a famously place where people sometimes are being racist. Mm -hmm. But what they said is it's subtly racist. Okay. I think you could like project that onto the film. But now I'm wondering if that article I read was a lot of, you know, think pieces. Think pieces love to be offended about things. And then to counteract that it's actually not that racist. Guess what the name of the guy is who wrote it? What, What? Chris Columbus. The guy who wrote Harry Potter, the first No, two? it's not. He really? He directed the first two Harry Potter movies. Wow. If it's the same Chris Columbus. Why are we talking so much about freaking Christopher Columbus and, and not, not talking more about Chris, Chris Columbus. Columbus? Chris, come on the pod. Come on the pod, Chris. We love Harry Potter here. <laughs> <laughs> and I do think we have to watch this. I have so many questions and okay. I do think it's going to be vibes. So that being said about the confusion over the racism that I feel like I brought to the table today, I did find one article. Mm-hmm. Then this is the headline. Sexual anxiety? Racism? The Vietnam War? No one knows what Gremlins is a metaphor for. It's up to us to decide in, us which, the viewer. in which way to be offended. Also, this article is on Cracked R.I.P. R.I.P. It has a great picture of our main cutie gremlin Aww. looking up. He looking a little silly looking. Yeah. He, he does have like a patch of white fur on his face like a dog. He's so cute. Um, Speaking of. Okay. This. I read the summary. My mind. Blown. blown. Freaking blown. Oh my God. I was out here trying to go on like a anti-racist crusade. You're out here making it like maybe maybe overly wholesome and i think maybe they maybe they hit it in the middle whoa maybe they, I'm, and then look if i'm wrong tell me email us at happenstance with joe and sam you know so first of all to clear things up um they don't speak aave and i know that because the main gremlin named gizmo is voiced by none other than howie mandel so that would imply that actually the gremlins are jewish let's let that sink in <laughs> let's think about what that means i don't know what that means and then originally gremlins are based on a legend of the british royal air force where that's what causes technological problems in like planes oh. is a gremlin so that's why they don't like tech i was right on that one so they they're supposing that there's an army of gremlins down there taking down their radar equipment yes or they are that's cute that's so cute isn't that that's heartwarming and then that means the gremlins are like (laughs) anti-war and anti-britain so what makes it even more complicated in terms of like what if there's any racial narrative is there is that gizmo our main gremlin Mm -hmm. never turns into the worst kind of gremlin which they call a mogwai so they're trying to act like the gremlin without a midnight snack and the gremlin with a midnight snack are like two different species even Mm-hmm. also like, i feel like gremlins are the only people who like instead of getting hangry get like 
angry when they're full. Yeah, they do. Because they, I get that because sometimes I feel like I don't have enough energy to be mad. And then I eat a nice big meal and <laughs> Suddenly, yeah. I'm ready to fight. It's like, it's like the Snickers campaign. You're not you when you're hungry. When you're hungry. But you is a, an angry monster. An angry bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. So this Wikipedia article has all the damn answers. Okay. What actually happens in Gremlins is that a dad is buying a last minute Christmas gift. See, the 80s loved punishing bad dads. And being a bad dad is buying a last minute Christmas gift. Yes. And he goes to the Chinatown antique store and that's where he encounters the old dude. It and is the little so gremlin. funny to try to buy your kid a present at a Chinese antique no, store. No, this dad is flopping. <laughs> <laughs> the dad is clearly not, not killing it. Um, so he goes and encounters the creature, which in the store is known as a mogwai, which is Cantonese for devil. So that raises only even more questions of why does this guy Mm -hmm. have it in his store? But he does. And he refuses to sell the dad the creature. But then the main store guy has a grandson who is like, we need to make this money. And he sneaks out after and is like, listen, dad, how much will you give me for it? And so they do a backstreet deal. Mm-hmm. to give the white dad the gremlin he recognized the christmas desperation in the dad's eyes yeah and, and he, he said he needs the devil yeah, we need to give did, him this yeah. little devil and so he does tell the dad there's three rules don't expose it to sunlight don't let it come in contact with water and never feed it after midnight so we were both right but also all of it sounds like just vampire rules well if they come into contact with sunlight they do burn up and die which is how i assume the movie gets resolved right but vampires can't take a bath no, they can't cross bodies of water. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So if you're running from a vampire, just jump across the stream and you're fine. How does Edward Cullen get to Italy? Edward Cullen's not a real vampire. Oh, right. Oh, He's just a d- fancy little sparkle Don't boy. say that on my podcast. <laughs> Do not say that on this podcast that is half mine. That's inappropriate. <laughs> we will not just speak ill of Edward Cullen or Stephanie Meyer on this pod it's okay to be a fancy little sparkle boy that's what, valid that's you fine. sound homophobic even though that's one of the straightest movies <laughs> of all time whatever it is weird you know who else is weird he, he's not british edward cullen yeah that's weird i'll, I'll say and that he easily could have been like he could have been english maybe should have been has lived here for 100 years that's still fine he, he was american i think no, one of the was sisters american. was like that though yeah yeah and then the other ones are all like confederate soldiers just one just jackson jasper whatever jackson's Dave a better twilight. jackson's Dave a better confederate twilight soldier Dan. name all right that's look we're not here to fight it's christmas we're yeah, not here right. to talk about twilight <sighs> christmas brings out tension it does it does okay so anyway <laughs> the dad brings the little mogwai home and gives it to his older teen son there's only one son and he explains the rules but then Billy's friend accidentally pours some water on Gizmo. It's uh, that quick? That quick. Easy as. <laughs> and this kid, he cannot be around laptops. No. Imagine if he was around No, in this like kid, whoever this little clumsy <laughs> friend is, he doesn't even get a name in the summary. It's a mess. But he has a friend. That's good. Yeah, that but anyway, nice. he spills water on Gizmo, the nice one, voiced by Howie Mandel. <laughs> and then from Gizmo's back spawn five mogwai that are, I think they come out cute. Hmm. no they don't they they spawn and they spawn as little cocoons that fall off of him Mm -hmm. and then they come out of the cocoon as the dark gremlin oh not the cute gremlin so that's how does that work i like that there's a whole set piece involved with the spawning of these that's very spielberg yeah no it sounds like there was work put into this movie Mm -hmm. um so the gremlins the bad gremlins get out um they do attack his mom so Mm -hmm. i feel like what i said has some credence there and they kill a guy I didn't, I didn't read deep enough. To, it's just some guy. Just some you know, guy. Whatever. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Um, 
So then the town is starting to get overrun with the Mogwai. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Gre- Gremlin number one, Gizmo, he's just not even involved. Good he is wearing the white flag of purity the entire movie. <laughs> There's just happened to be his kids that's and they just happen to be acting up. That's like the saintly mom of a school shooter. You know? Yes, that's exactly what Howie Mandel as Gizmo <laughs> the Gremlin is giving, it seems. So then here's a crazy part that neither of us could have predicted. Mm-hmm. While the kid and his girlfriend are hiding in some place in town from the gremlins Mm -hmm. she's talking about she never liked christmas anyway do you want to give a quick happenstance on why you think she might not like christmas her dad killed her mom on christmas uh no a couple years ago her dad went missing on christmas he went out they never saw him again then several days later he was found dead in their chimney dressed as santa claus because he wanted to try to surprise her he's in the chimney for days what a stupid fuck i'm sorry that is so well yeah but I guess, like, scientifically being dumb is, what, like, the number one cause the, of deserving the, the to die. Darwin Award. Yeah. But, but also, I mean, the smell. Just uh, no, just think about all... Well, good thing they live in a snowy-type town. That's true. You'd assume... Frozen, like, a popsicle. Nowadays, you'd smell your dad over there. That's the real problem with climate change, is that you'd your dad's stuck in the If your dad climbs in the chimney and dies, you're going to smell him. But you need to find it earlier. But she has PTSD, and that's how she discovered the truth about Santa Claus not being real. That's how young she was, is that her dad was dead dressed as Santa in the chimney. Or she was inappropriately old to not know about Santa yet because her dad was pulling these they're, kind of You're just stunts. assuming they're a stupid family. I'm just assuming the dad is going way overboard. To what do you think he did for Easter? He <laughs> <laughs> like shoved some eggs up his ass and pretended And popped them out. Them. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he's a performance artist type dad. But anyway, I, thought, I just thought that was an insane detail that you or I... Who could have imagined? We're just not good enough writers. Not like Chris Columbus. Not like Chris Columbus. Yeah, let's give him credit. J.K. Rowling who? It's about Chris Columbus. It is. While the the gremlins are already seizing the town, as soon as these ones pop off our little Howie Mandel guy's back. And in a brief period, though, there's silence. And the town's okay. And they're like, do we have a reprieve? And they're just watching Snow White at the movie theater. So they are doing stuff like like breaking the movies, eating popcorn, and laughing. Why Snow White? Why not something more seasonally relevant? I feel like they're supposed to, like, maybe they relate to the dwarves. Oh. Maybe they picked it because they were like, you can't be what you can't see. Like, that's who, that felt the closest to representation for them. (laughs) Maybe that's why they picked it. I don't know if that was playing. <laughs> and at least okay, Snow okay, White, okay, you know, okay. Snow. Okay. You can make an argument. Also, we did recently watch this Hallmark movie called uh, A Snow White Christmas. Christmas. One of the worst things I've ever seen. Looked cheaper than porn. And yet had one of the most stunning performances by an older woman and, <laughs> and a young a gay. gay actor uh, I've ever seen in my life. Their chemistry was off the charts. Off the they chart. were being so evil. And all they did was get spa treatments in an empty house. I'm jealous of them every day. I am too. And the main girl was like lobotomized feeling. That's why you have to be to be in a Hallmark movies. And to fall in love. Yeah. The gremlins would have had a field day in a Snow White <laughs> Christmas. That's what I'll say. Every one of those Hallmark Christmas movies should have a gremlin outbreak in the in middle. In the middle of it. That's sci-fi channel vibes. They should get into that. I don't know if yeah. they're doing that yet, but they should like get into Sharknado, that. Like Sharknado, but like Gremlinado. Yeah. Um, so after the gremlins watch the seven dwarves, they are doing like National Guard level problems. They set off a natural gas explosion. Oh. And that does do a lot of damage to town. But luckily, 
it also kills like all the bad gremlins that have currently like spawned that's so convenient that's convenient and also it's stupid of them it doesn't kill the leader bad gremlin mm. and so now he has a cool burn and is like rambo he's style like the eye patch yeah. evil guy and he's even more evil and then he breaks into the candy store and then a department store where he tries to use a fountain to spawn more gremlins mm-hmm. but then gizmo who's on the side of the people opens a skylight at the mall and then kills the main bad gremlin oh just with the light with the light so easy as and then at the end the um guy who owns the chinese antique store does get to make a speech on the local news where he criticizes western society and shits on the white dad for his negligence that's unabomber so style i think activism. that's sick i think that's, that's actually <laughs> good for him <laughs> the moral is that uh western society has a careless nature it's also funny that they just like lightly interviewed him on the news like that was the repercussions i know and no this. one's being like why did you have the, this the whole time weapon in your shop that is but, technically but for good sale. good though i think just love to see local news coverage of an incident like this and movie. it seems like at the end mr wing that's who owns the chinese store just takes gizmo the howie mandel gremlin back and is like billy you're not responsible enough to have him right now, but maybe when you're older. So I assume that's what Gremlins 2 is about is he takes another swing at it. This, again, it should be like a background check kind of thing. Have you owned a Gremlin before? How did you use this Gremlin? What happened to the Gremlin? What happened to, yeah. You have to wait two weeks between applying for the Gremlin and getting the Gremlin. Do you think the dad got his money back for the Gremlin? Hell no. (laughs) I bet the dad had to like pay for half of the town's like (laughs) explosion and like, yeah, destruction. That also sucks being Billy, like in all this. Like everyone's being like, you're freaking pet. And his pet this. actually didn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of sad. But they don't like destroy the gremlin. It just gets to go back to the antique shop and get in its bed and you know Good. There we go. There Good. we go. Good. That's the Good. life it deserves. Um and then some fun facts are that uh Gremlins entered popular culture because of ding 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 rolled doll. Fuck yeah. He wrote a book about him in 1943. He wrote a book? He did. He took it from the RAF and he wrote a book. So maybe that's what the racism vibes about, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's it's not even about Spielberg's movie. And then also, this movie is still a hard PG. That's true. But the first version was much darker than the original film. And the original movie included the gremlins beheading Billy's mom and throwing her head down the stairs. But Steven said that's not acceptable. I think Steven was right on that one. I think Steven was right to like try to make it like a major cultural success, mm-hmm. but I'd like to see that. I feel like that's probably more in line with Rold's vision too. Um, and then fun fact, they didn't include that, but they did include the the monologue about her dad being dead in the chimney because the Chris Columbus said that's what the movie's really about. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. I do feel like um, the strong racial metaphors I was creating, like, am I racist now? Because I imagine that. I don't I'm worried. <laughs> Well, call, call it. Call it. Let me know. Let me know. I'll change. I'll, free, I'll change. Um, <laughs> do you have any thoughts after learning the truth? It sounds pretty good. I, I want to watch it. I'm really curious to uh, watch Gremlins 2, actually. Oh, the new batch. That's what that one's called. Okay. Well, because uh, actually, I should have said this earlier, but shout out to my friend from improv class, Ellery. Mm-hmm. They suggested this. And... Uh, also said that Gremlins 2 is like absolutely batshit crazy. We could never guess what happens in that one. Is it seasonal? I don't know. I don't know anything about Gremlins Maybe 2. we'll do that too. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that too, knowing what we know now. What well, do you think is going to happen to Gremlins 2? Just a quick off the hip. All right. Uh, it's, it's Easter. Mm-hmm. And the Gremlins are laying eggs now. 
and that's their reproductive style. Oh, cute. It's been commodified for Easter. <laughs> yeah. I think in mine, Billy's at college in Miami, and it's just more like Scarface for real. Okay. And they wear like a pink t-shirt and a pastel blazer and, and a and chain. And they're kidnapping people and torturing them. On a boat, though. Yes. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Well, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Spend time with your family. Watch the damn Harry Potters, you know? Watch Harry Potters. Watch Harry Potters. Watch Gremlins. We're gonna... Between when we recorded that last part and now, we watched Gremlins. And guess what? It's it's not, not racist at all. At all. One of maybe the least racist things I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, I thought... I feel like we were honestly closest about the Gremlins being about the dangers of being like a teen father. Because I felt like Gremlins was actually about being a parentified child. Yeah, so... The kid in this already has a dog and a part-time job at the bank. At the bank, which I didn't even know teens could have. And a girlfriend. He is busy. He does not need a gremlin. Not at all. But who buys the gremlin for him? But his loser inventor dad, who for some reason has like a film noir-esque like monologue at the beginning when he goes to the antique store. And looks like Cam from Modern Family. (laughs) And then he has a monologue at the end. But for the rest of the movie, where is he? at an inventor convention he just bails he buys billy the freaking gremlin and he's just out <laughs> basically after we recorded the original part of gremlins i've been in my head all week being like is it okay for me to happenstance racism because then i got proved wrong and then i watched the movie and i was like oh my god i'm so wrong yeah like if anything i think a gremlins is a movie that's just about gremlins yeah they're they're just creatures that's what we're dealing with yeah and if if they do have any sort of identity outside of that they have the trappings of irish culture if any culture they're green they're at the bar they're drinking Coors mf light they're just being rowdy at the pub they're like gambling yeah acting up i think gremlins is racist against like the white people that racism happens against like irish people italians and the polish sure like that's they do they're just white partying like gremlins are almost frat and i also think this movie is actually sexist because the two female characters are the only useful people in the whole movie you think it's sexist to men it's sexist to men okay a hot take i think it's actually woke in that way if it's like about white men are stupid or just men in general i think I men in general are stupid because there's one black character and he's the science, the science teacher. teacher and he's also stupid he's one of the stupidest of all but he is the science teacher which is like probably he has a better degree than like anyone else in the movie I also think even if the gremlins are some sort of other ethnicity or race, it honestly, the movie doesn't make them look bad. It makes the white guys of town look bad just because they're being violent to the gremlins more than feels proportionally relevant. Literally, one of the first thing Billy does once there's more gremlins is like deliver them to his science teacher for experimentation. experimentation. What kind of what kind of attitude is that, Billy? That was his first instinct. And just a couple of them too. So he's like separating them separa- from their brothers. Yeah. yeah, you could see them becoming radicalized before. And his as eyes. they should have yeah. been. He made them sleep in like a hard drawer while Gizmo, the like first one, got to sleep in the bed. There's at least favoritism at play. Yeah. Yeah. for billy but also like once the gremlins 
like are turning bad and they're in these like cocoon like things yes they're in slimy wet cocoons everyone just leaves them alone and like forgets about them and then they hatch and they're like where are they and their first response is to like stab them and stuff yeah the mom kills three gremlins which if, okay if anyone is gangster <laughs> in this movie it is the white mom who's also stupid but she's like the first one who has to deal with them all by herself and doesn't even get beheaded in this version no doesn't even which is good for her yeah and then all, the other girl in it is billy's girlfriend and it's like every time a man interacts with a gremlin he's like dead on sight basically but she as a teen who works at the irish pub is like serving them drinks moving fast getting them cigarettes out of the vending machine like <laughs> she's being an incredible bartender and waitress to, to the, gremlins. the gremlins who are like a football fan mob which also she didn't even know about them the gremlins. and she treated them as customers yeah you know she said in this establishment we will not deny anyone based on religion race creed race whether they have money even yeah and also in that scene the gremlins are like truly the wide range of american culture like in how they are dressed and acting like they're a melting pot they're just partying they're a cultural melting pot and i want to know where they get all their little clothes they're so cute they're so <laughs> small yeah it's like they robbed the build-a-bear store first <laughs> or what if they killed a bunch of babies <laughs> They killed a bunch of babies and toddlers. Let's see that. (laughs) That would be even more Irish racist. I do think, if anything, calling back to that one article I found that was like, is it about racism? Nom? Being horny? I think maybe it's about being horny. Just because, like, the dad gives it to his son and the son's like, what? But then he's like, okay. But then every woman involved, like, can deal with it. And every Mm. man involved, like, can't deal with it. And they overwhelm him and, like, kill him. It's about To me, that's what male horniness seems like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even though Billy's already a man in that he works at a bank. Also, just shout out to the Asian antique store owner's grandson. Who, when you told me the plot, I assumed it was like a, at least 18 plus grandson. No. This is a child. This is a hustler. Uh, a he's also child. gangster, honestly, in that he's <laughs> yeah. hustling. Yeah. <laughs> he's on his grind. He saw he saw this cam from Modern Family, dumbass, and he said, I do I got a deal for you. <laughs> the antique store owner and the grandson are like slaying and yeah. everyone else is it. And at the end, the antique store owner, owner comes to their house and like kind of yells at them. But then is like maybe one day you'll be ready for the gremlin and he also clarifies that the furbies do not speak chinese or (laughs) english or afe they just speak from the heart and if you have your ears open if you listen you can freaking hear them understand what they have to say so they're beyond our like simple human language or divisions basically to be quite honest, I cut out a fair bit of me earlier in this episode trying to explain the way that Gremlins is Blasian racist. Like, I had a bunch of stuff saying the Gremlins were in a jazz club mm-hmm. and, like, more about their kind of accessories, like hats and stuff. And to me, I was like, okay, that's not racist standalone. And I d- so I did invent that they speak in AV. <laughs> that was only from my imagination. But I was like, oh my God, I totally invented gremlin racism yeah and then you didn't want to look up the article because you didn't want to like learn that it doesn't exist yeah, exactly. and i pure form just i invented gremlin racism so then i decided to look up is gremlins racist and every mention of it that i found just 
like linked back to this one scholarly article Mm -hmm. from the 1980s so like just a couple years after the girl came out and i do upon reflection think that's what i got a hold of because today while i was walking the dog i had like a brain flash where i was like i think i think gremlins is racist because of my college gender studies teacher my gender studies teacher in college who was like emotional and sometimes slurred and had a shamrock tattoo on her wrist told you that gremlins was racist yeah I'll tell you what, um, I think her name is Patricia Turner, and she was a, she is, she's still alive, is a- uh, Come on, Patricia. Patricia. Honestly, come on the pod. <laughs> Please. She is like a, an African-American studies professor. Okay. And she- Damn, she got the degree yeah, for calling stuff racist. Yeah, yeah. She's also written like books about Obama and all of the stuff he suffered, the plight- that Obama suffered via the media. So her take is that the gremlins do represent like black street culture because okay. because first of all, they turn because they eat fried chicken, which is first of all, not true. I did have a false memory of that though. Yeah. But they literally just eat like rotisserie, rotisserie chicken, chicken made by the white mom. Yeah. Which like Billy just gets them out of the fridge, which I think is a perfectly normal thing. Like that's what, that's I'd what I would feed. feed I would either gremlins. feed the gremlins rotisserie chicken or like a cereal i was gonna say cereal those just feel yeah. like the natural mood I, I would feed them a uh, wheat bran yes <laughs> something that helps with their bowel movements yeah you just have to give them something that you can serve up in a big tub of tupperware and, and that they can dig into yeah yeah but anyway she took offense to that and then she also said she said that they went to a jazz club or like okay. a 70s jazz club type scene i think they were in a full like saint patty's pub dive bar no it vibe. looked like it's always sunny vibe or like frat house basement yeah they're just raging yeah and she said they wear like hats and sunglasses in that i guess black attire to her but i didn't think that that's how they were coded at all like, i didn't I felt think like- it was either no like literally as we were watching this i was just getting more and more worried that i was projecting racism also onto like guys wearing hats and sunglasses yeah well, but they, i was like it's so not they were just dressed in like like some of them were wearing fedoras and little coats and smoking cigars were like, they dressing yes. yes but also they were dressing differently like they all look different yeah and f- i th- do think the movie made a point of being like you let them watch tv and so they were just influenced by like media media fashion like the rest of us yeah yeah but definitely not being overtly black no they were just honestly they were lovers of cinema first and foremost lovers of cinema lovers of fun lovers of drinking and staying up late that's all normal that's all normal that's called being american that is american freaking culture yeah yeah so i i find myself disagreeing with patricia okay i think i disagree with patricia too but now i feel bad because like before we recorded this i was planning on coming on here and saying that the movie was so not racist that whoever wrote that initial article and was projecting that was racist but now it's an african-american studies professor and i just don't know what to say but no one again no one seems to think it's racist now like they're all saying this one woman from the 1980s says it's racist so it was just about gremlins and sometimes that's just that's what, enough. That's enough. Maybe that's enough. We really don't need to unpack themes and oppression in every movie. If we need to pack anyone's oppression, it's that of the gremlins themselves yeah. as nothing more than themselves. They didn't even do. They were any, getting fucked up. They didn't do any mischief yet, and the mom like shredded one in a blender. And we like saw their suffering. I yes. hated watching the close-ups of the gremlins' faces while they suffered. That made me be like, eek yeah you know you can kind of project the suffering of any community onto the gremlins <laughs> on the gremlins suffering yeah yeah 
also, I'm going to say, when Billy blows up the movie theater with all the gremlins in it, that felt like an act of terrorism. Literally did. Also, like, the Wikipedia article I read was, like, being part of the problem because it was, like, the gremlins blow themselves up. No. That sounds like some media propaganda type <laughs> shit, does it not? That was a false flag that by was Wikipedia. A, that was a lie yeah. against the gremlin peoples. <laughs> so that's fucked up, too. Yeah. Basically, everyone is in on the oppression of gremlins from Wikipedia to, like, Billy, but it's not because they're Blasian, turns out. No. Not not at it's all. It's just because they're ugly little creatures, and that's fucked up. Who used to be cute. Maybe it is about puberty. Whoa. Maybe it's just about you're cute and nice, mm-hmm. and then you turn mean and ugly, and then everyone literally hates you and is trying to make you go to bed. But even before they were ugly, they were still being scientifically tested upon. Just like kids. Yeah. What do you think the presidential fitness test is? <laughs> you know, And I feel like never, it doesn't have to do with my insurance going in and out, sure. But never more in my life than as a child was my blood being drawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's been years since that last happened. There's a lot to think about. A lot to think about. Yeah. Have a great end of 2023. Sweet dreams. Bye. Bye.